Hey, welcome to Church Experience. Thank you so much for joining us today. So excited that you could be here on our final week of our God Is Teaching series. And my hope is that today is an amazing service where we grow closer to our Heavenly Father. If it's your first time with us, we would love to connect with you. The best way for us to do that is if you head over to churchexperience.tv connect. It's also a great place to go if you have any questions, any comments, any prayer requests. We'd love to get back to you. We'd love to be praying for you. We'd love to connect with you. Well, like I said, we are so excited for this finale week of our God is Teaching series. Let's get it started. Let's all stand. Let's sing some songs of praise to our Heavenly Father.
Heavenly Father, we praise you today. We thank you that our confidence is in you, that you never fail us, you never leave us. We thank you for everything that you do in our lives, the way that you work in our hearts. We just ask that you would continue to do that work today, that you would open our hearts and our minds to the word and the message that you have for us. Thank you for your faithfulness. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name. Amen. you have anything in your life that you are really consistent at most of the time? You know, for me, that's my yard. I love taking care of my yard, making it look just perfect, cutting the grass, trimming things up. I, I mean, honestly, I will stand out on the street and look at my yard once it's all cleaned up, and I'll just be like, man, that looks good. And it, it shouldn't be as fulfilling as it is, but honestly, it, it really is. And I just love seeing it freshly cut and taken care of. And usually it looks that way. I, one of my sons is helping me out now. He's to the age and he wants to work around the house and that. And so it's great for him. And, and, and I'm glad that he's doing that and getting experience. But I, I kind of miss it. It's just something I, I really enjoy because I took pride in every week consistently getting out there and making it look good. And almost every week it did. But then I hit a summer slump. You ever have things just fall apart on you? Like our lawnmower literally broke. 
I was doing some sod work in my front yard that should have taken days, maybe weeks, that took months. And so my old front yards tore up. We were out of town quite a bit with some vacation, uh, some ministry opportunities. And with all that combined, man, my yard just, it got bad. Overgrown, torn up, broken lawnmower, the whole thing. I mean, it was so bad, like I was avoiding my neighbors, honestly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like going out to get the mail like late at night, creeping around like, I hope nobody sees me because I don't want to have to answer my neighbor's question like, man, why is your yard so bad? Like we're coming home and the kids are getting out of the car. I see some neighbor come and walk in their dog. I'm like, kids, get inside really quick. It's like that bad for a minute. But you know, I know that you understand what I'm saying when I ask, are you consistent most of the time? Because we've all had that. Like you've given up coffee or, a, or soda for a while because you wanted to decrease your caffeine intake and you were doing so good and you had the streak going and then, and, then, and then it happened. Like you had a drink, right? Or you were trying to work on your words and control your words and then you had a grumpy day and you blew up your, your whole plan, right? Maybe, maybe you, you're always faithful to call that special friend or parent or whatever, on a birthday, and you call them every year consistently. And then one year, you totally forget. Like, just, you had a lot going on, you forgot. You feel so bad because you had a streak going. Like, you always, you always would do that, and you didn't. Right? You, you know what I'm talking about. You, you, you pack your, your kid's school lunch every, every day. You, they're prepared. You got your homework. You got your lunch. Okay, out the door. Here we go. But, but then you get a, a random call from the school one day that you're not expecting, like, Hey, little Junior doesn't have any lunch and no lunch money. So they're there hungry and you feel miserable. But you were so good at it. But then this one time, like, you just messed it up. And, and you know, those, those things, those experiences are all a part of our, our normal daily life and, and common to all of us. But, but what about the things that we aspire to be consistent at that are immensely important? Like, like things about who we are and who we're becoming. Our spiritual development and growth, our, our important relationships in our life, our, our aspirations and, and what we want to accomplish. You know, all, all those things, like we can, be, we can be consistent even in those areas, but then we have a, a bad day or a, a challenging season. We go through a slump. And man, I'm telling you, I, I hit that after the summer this year. Uh, we'd been gone so much, more than any other summer I'd remembered, and just had a lot of things going on in our lives, and most of it all really good stuff, but, but I, just, I just got overwhelmed because I got behind, and I had a lot happening, and, and things were just moving and, and, and going on, and, and it just, it just kind of unsettled the consistency and the rhythm for a few weeks for me, and I just started sinking into that. You know those, those in, inside thoughts of like, you know, just get into discouragement, and you start questioning some things about yourself and, and how you're doing what you're doing and just all of that stuff, right? I mean, I could go on, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you've been there, right? I mean, you, you were doing well, and you might even be great at something that you're trying to accomplish consistently, but then, then you have that off time, that off day, that off moment, right? And, 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 then, and then it just kind of undermines all the consistency you had because, see, here, here's the lesson that I've learned in it. Maybe you want to write this this foundation down as we go into this message. See, I have consistent streaks. I know you do too. I have consistent streaks, but I'm actually inconsistent. 
Man, it's, it's painful to say it, but I'm inconsistent. And, and I would say I'm actually a really consistent person, but, but I'm inconsistent. And I, and I hate to admit that, but, I, but I'm not. I'm not as consistent as I could be, as I want to be, as I try to be, and as I mostly am. I'm not. I'm not consistent. But, but not God. This, this whole teaching series, we're talking about who God is and, and, and not God. He, he is not inconsistent. Who God is. I mean, you've got to read this in Psalm 102. We'll put the verse on the screen here for you. But, but Psalm 102, verse 25. It says, in the beginning, God, you laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them and they will be discarded, but you remain the same and your years will never end. And I just love that passage about who God is, the consistency of who he is. See, God's word compares his nature, his character. It compares it to the most consistent things that we can see with our eyes, the, the greatest, strongest, most consistent things that we see. So we don't tend to question the sun in the sky because every day is there. It's just there every single day. Sunset, sunrise, you can just count on it, right? We don't question the moon. I mean, it's up there. It's, it might be a partial moon or it might be a full moon, but it's a moon. It's, it's there. We don't question it. We don't question the stars in the sky. They're, they're massive. They're a part of our universe they're just there and they're consistent. But see, here we have a comparison between God and the most stable, strong, and consistent things that we are aware of, that we can see and experience. And it says, in comparison, God is so much greater. He's so much stronger. In comparison, the skies, the, the universe, the planets, they'll wear out. They'll be changed like a garment, like, like a piece of clothing. They'll be taken off in exchange for something new in comparison to who God is. The strength and consistency of who he is. It says he doesn't change. He remains the same. He's strong and stable. Everything that we see with our eyes can change. Even in a moment it can change. But God is unchanging. He's unchanging. He's consistent. He's faithful. It's who he is. And you have to know that about God when you look at who he is and you look at who we are. Psalm 119, verse 89, it says, Your word, Lord, your word is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations. Through all generations. Did you catch some of those words that were in that verse specifically? Look, look at that. In fact, let's, let's put this verse up here again. You know, it says eternal, right? E eternal. It, it says firm. It's firm. And, and he is faithful. He's faithful. So, so God's word, his truth, who he is, he's absolutely consistent in every way. I mean, we're, we're trying to get closer to God in this teaching series because, listen, the more that you see God clearly and, and the more you know who he is, it will impact who you are. And some of you are trying desperately to be more consistent in your life. You're trying to change something about who you are. But the secret is it's not inside of you and who you are. It's in who he is. 
And so we're beginning building a foundation in this message by talking about who God is. And the more you know who God is, it will shape who you are. And what do you need to know about God? Write it down. God is completely consistent. He is. He's completely consistent in every aspect of who he is and what he does and how he thinks and and how he feels about you. He's consistent. He doesn't have moody days. I love that about God. It's not like he's a kind and gracious God one day and then another day he's this grumpy, angry God. It's all upset at you because, you know, he doesn't really know which way he stands on, on you and how he feels about you. No, he loves you every day. He's consistent every day in, 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 in how he feels about you. And your life may be like this and it might be unstable and inconsistent. And sometimes it's like this, but then like that, right? Or it's like this and then like that. But we know we're not consistent, but what we can, what we can build our life on and what we can stand our faith on is this, this awareness that God is absolutely consistent. It's who he is. Look at James 1.17. It says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change. You see that? Who does not change like shifting shadows. I, I love that. God is, is completely consistent. <laughs> that's, that's what I want you to get about his character today. And, and, and that's what we're going we're to really focus in on is God's consistency. The consistency of his character. The consistency of who he is. Who you can trust him to be in your life for you. Not only today. Not only tomorrow. But ten years from now and for all of eternity. Who he is will not change. He's a rock. He remains the same. You can build your life on him. He is consistent. It's who God is. He's a faithful God. And the more you go on in life, the more you're going to appreciate that about God. His stability and his strength is who he is. Absolutely, every time. Um, you know, we, we home educate, homeschool our kids, our four kids. And my wife is amazing. I mean, she's got her master's degree in education, so she knows what she's doing. But, like, she teaches four different grades to our four different kids, 7, 10, 12, 14. I mean, she's from high school down to young elementary school and like doing it like a rock star. I'm just amazed. And I'll, I'll, I'll come in and help just little bits and pieces here and there, but like 99%, I mean, this girl has it going on with the education, amazing. And, and so here's the thing, like one day we were sitting around the house, I was working, kids were doing their schoolwork, Jen was teaching them. And uh, one of the kids says to their sibling, hey, you spelled everything wrong. And so, you know, our parent, you know, antenna goes up and the kids hear that because they know we've taught them we don't label each other in our family. We don't say, hey, you always do this. You do this every time. Like you're all, like we just don't do that. We don't label each other. Like we think the best of each other. We speak highly of each other, to each other and about each other. That's just what our family does. One of our values in our family. And (laughs) one of the kids said to their sibling, you spelled everything wrong. And so like, like ears are like, hey, wait, wait, hold on. We don't do that. And, and one of the kids, I, I was so proud of them. They said to their sibling, like, uh, one of the other kids, say, hey, we don't, we don't say like you always get this wrong. You, you spelled everything wrong. We don't do that. And, and, and they're like, no, no, no. And, and they're persistent. Like, no, literally, like, look, they spelled the word everything wrong. <laughs> it's like the word everything. We're not saying every word you always spell wrong. But you know, that word you actually spelled it wrong. And so we had a good laugh about it. Like we just totally misunderstood, right? And, 
And that was pretty funny. And, you know, but I think about who God is and, like, accuracy, accuracy. Like, for you to be 100% accurate and, and, like, in this case, to spell something correctly, get it right, every word, in the right order, every sentence, with the right punctuation and grammar. Like, nobody does that. Nobody can do that every time accurately, every single time, and everything that they do perfectly accurate. But with God, just think about it. Think about it in those terms. He's, he's 100% accurate. If it was math, every formula, every calculation, right, every time on the money. Like, doesn't matter if it's advanced calculus or whatever. And by the way, trying to teach your kid calculus, my son, you have to Google that one. I don't know, right? So you can see how much help I am on that. But, but listen, like, God, every single time gets it right. Grammar, every, every single thing, he, he knows. And I, I'm just relating it to things that we're aware of. Imagine, like, that times an infinite number of everything that God does, the way he treats people, he gets it right every single time. The way he parents you as a loving father, every single time he gets it right. The way he made creation in the world, every time he got it right. He didn't make a mistake, he, he did it right. I mean, God just gets it right accurate every time. Something that you and I can't attain. We've already talked about that. We're inconsistent, but God is consistent in everything he does at every time and every way. It's who he is. And one of the aspects of God's consistency. We're just really focusing in on that consistency of who God is, and it's gonna really impact us and our consistency. But I want, I want to get somewhere with this, with your relationship with him when it comes to an aspect of who God is inside of his consistency. Because there's another layer to this that's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful in Psalm 71. Psalm 71, verse three. Take a look at this beautiful verse in God's word. It says, be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me for you are my rock in my fortress. That's who God is. He's a refuge. He's your rock. He's our fortress. He's, he's all those things and more. It's who he is. You, you can trust him. You can go to him and rely on him. He's, he's a shelter and a covering for your life. And, and he's, he's the ground on which you stand on. He's all, he's all of that. It's, it's his nature. It's his consistency and the strength of who he is. And, and I just love that, that I can go to him because a refuge is where I go when I'm in trouble, when things are not good in my life, they're not how I want them to be. It might just be an, an area or it might be the totality of my life, those bad days where you just look across the landscape and you see ruins and you're like, that ain't right. That's not how it should be. I'm not, not in it right there. And just whether it's that or it's just, just one thing that you can't get past in one area of your life, it doesn't matter. It's just whether it's a macro or micro problem in your life, you bring it to the, the refuge, you bring it to God and you come and you, you come into his presence. You come to that rock. You come to that fortress and you have a strong deliverer. You have someone you can rely on and turn to for his wisdom and say, God, I, I need your help and, and God, I need direction. I need your peace today or God, increase my joy. But you, you have this place to turn to that's solid, consistent and available. And it doesn't matter what you're bringing into the fortress, like where you've been, he just says, come. The gates are open into my presence. I want you to come. Bring wherever you at, wherever you're at. You don't have to fix everything up and then come. 
You don't have to bring me a gift every time you come. Like you can just come all, all jacked up, all messed up. Just come as you are. Come on. The gates are open. Come into my presence. That's who God is. That's who your God is. Now, a lot of our friendships, right? I mean, especially the people that we see all the time. Um, you know, it's, you know, as a pastor, I see a lot of people every week and I love it. I love pastoring people. I love talking to people as they head out after our services. I, I love, you know, talking to people on the phone as part of our, our ministry. And I, I just love being around people. It's something I truly, really enjoy. And, and a lot of times there's a desire to really in that moment have, have a deeper connection than just talking about surface things. And so I'll try to ask questions to get inside like, hey, what's really going on is, is what I'm asking. But I, I've, I've tried so many times to ask that question in different ways. Like, hey, hey, what's new, man? What's, what's new? Hey, what's, what's going on in your life? Hey, how, how are you doing? I mean, you've asked all those questions too, right? You've tried different versions, but it's just... Sometimes, honestly, the questions are, or the responses to the questions, they're just so lame. It's like, I'm good. Yeah, life, life's good. And, and you know that they can't be just good. They're probably actually really good or they're probably terrible. But like, like how do, I, I don't want to just talk about the sports and weather anymore. I think those are good and fine in their place. But like, I want to I connect. Like, what's going on? I want to I share and I want to hear where you're at. I want to pray for you. I need you to pray for me. Like, I want to get to another layer below. This is actually one of the reasons why I love our church um, has life groups. We're actually over this week and the next week in our, our live services afterward at our central campus. Uh, we, we have life group signups in the lobby and people are getting connected into groups and I, and I love that. And, and people are doing it online and, and all that. But my point is I love that we get in circles because I think that's where the, the guard comes down and you get real and you can have that kind of depth of relationship. And it doesn't have to be in a formal group. That just helps set the table. But it can just be inviting another couple out to eat or inviting a, a, another dude to go, um, go fishing with you or invite a friend to Starbucks. I, I'm just saying like that depth of intimacy and relationship, I think we hunger for that. But it's so hard to break through sometimes, especially in certain social settings or when time frames are limited. And so we ask those questions like, hey, how you doing? And, and sometimes I've got people to respond and they'll say, so I, I'm good. And then we'll talk further and like, they're not good at all. Like, <laughs> like terrible. They're not like life's messed up and falling apart. And, and, and they're, they're sharing out of, you know, looking for help, advice, prayer, or just, just to share with a friend. And, and, but the original, if you track back, the original response is I'm good. And here's the amazing thing about God. He's already aware of are you good or not? He gets that. He gets where you're at today. Not, not how you are as a whole. I mean, he understands that too. But, I, but I'm, what I'm saying is I know that there's days that are amazing and epic and you just want others to relate to it. And then there's days you're in the valley and you don't want anybody else around. You just like, <laughs> I just want to get away because it's tough right now. And, and God knows if you're on that mountaintop or in the valley. And, and he says, wherever you're at, like, just, just come. Like, just come into my presence. Come through that gate into the fortress. Yeah, come stand on that rock today. You have a refuge to run to. So, so come on to it. Bring it. Bring whatever you got. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's good or bad. Just, just bring it. He wants you to come. And, and it's, it's involving God. It's not informing him. He already knows. It's including him in your life journey. That's what God wants in the consistency of who God is. Here's how I would say it. Write it down. God is consistently available. I, I just love that about who God is. He's consistently available for you. So whatever you got going on today, and maybe, listen, maybe life is awesome for you today, but I'm telling you, just, just mark these words like, 
three, three days from now, <laughs> three weeks from now, three years from now. It doesn't matter. Like there's, there's that point, right, where things are not going well. <laughs> your, your life gets a flat tire and you're on the side of the road. You know what I'm talking about. And you're just like, how do I fix this? I don't have time for this. I don't feel good about it. And I'm speaking metaphorically, but your life is just, is, is, you're not flying down the highway like you were, like, like you might be today. And so you got to remember this, that God is consistently available. So he's good to come praise him when it's going good. And he's come to, good to come pour out your heart when it's not going so good. He's consistently available. It's not just that he's consistent in his nature. He's, he's available for you. So are, are you going to him? Are you taking advantage? You, are you taking advantage of that? Because it's, it's the, greatest, the greatest gift that God has opened up to you, a relationship with him. I mean, that's what it all comes down to, loving the Lord your God. Like, he loves you, and, and he wants you to experience him, experience life to the full. And it's a firm foundation to build on. It's a rock, a refuge, a fortress. And in fact, that's, that's really the greatest message in, in, in God's words. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11, it says, For no one can lay a foundation other than the one that's already been laid, which is Jesus Christ. You know, that, that rock, that foundation under our life as believers, it's, it's the sacrifice of Jesus, what we call the gospel, the, the good news that Jesus came for you to save a sinner uh, like you and like me, to save us. He's our, our Savior. And to be Lord over our life, not just to, to sprinkle a blessing over us or so that we can change our status to Christian, but it's actually to transform us in such a way as being our Lord to where we follow him, we live for him. He, his presence walks with us, so he saves me from my sin, and he saves me to a relationship with him where he's in control, where he's the leader of my life, and I'm submitted to him. And I want to follow him and live for him more and more every day because I love him, and I trust him, and he's consistent, and I can believe in him and stand on him and run to him as who he is. He's consistent. When we're talking about inconsistencies, um, the first week of this teaching series, one of our, our pastors, Noel Harden, he, he taught on remembering who God is. And it was such a, a great message, remember who God is. And he asked a question just to illustrate his message in that message where he said, hey, do, do you ever forget to do important things like brush your teeth? And, and I remember sitting in the service when he preached it. And, you know, some people are out, like reacting differently. But I just remember thinking, I was sitting on the front row and I was like, like, I, I don't ever do that. Like, just, like me personally, I don't ever forget to brush my teeth and floss. Like ever. Like I might one time a year purposefully decide to brush my teeth the next morning because I got home extremely late from some trip or something. And I'm like, I'm gonna brush them when I wake up in the morning. Like maybe once a year, maybe. But like, I'm just saying I'm consistent at that. When he asked the question, I was thinking, no, that's not me. I'm really consistent. Yeah. Ever since I've lived in Florida, I've lived in Florida now, it's crazy, like seven and a half years uh, I've lived here. I have a journal entry. As far as I know, I have a journal entry literally for every single day. Think about that. 365 times seven and a half. My journal has hundreds of thousands of words in it. I'm not even kidding. I type it so it just tells me how many words. I literally have hundreds of thousands of words. Like I've literally written multiple books by just writing a little bit every night and just journaling. Like what's going on in my life? Sometimes it's a prayer journal. But, but here's what I'm saying. I'm consistent. I have some spiritual disciplines in my life that over the years I've grown to be just honestly really consistent at. And so I have, I have these things in my life that I've done for a long time that I'm consistent at. But I am painfully aware that I am not always on in every area of my life. 
and I might get some streaks going in some areas, but man, the other day I was, I was working on something. I was sitting in our back patio and my wife came out through the slider and she said, hey, Brandon, she said, she said hey, I'm, are you focused right now? Because I don't want to distract you. And you might not think anything of that, but when she said it, it hit me that like, she asked me that a lot. <laughs> she asked me, are are you focused? Because I don't want to distract you. In other words, if you're focused, I don't want to get you off on a tangent because like you're focused, that's good. I don't want you to get, and, and, and the only reason you would ask that to somebody is if they're easily distracted, right? <laughs> if they have a problem focusing at times. So I thought about that and I kind of laughed. I'm like, she must, she must think I get easily distracted at things, which I can do because I, there's a lot of things I enjoy in life. And, and she's like, I don't, want to, I don't want to get you off track. If you're focused, I like, keep going. And so as consistent as I can be, I can also be inconsistent, and, and I'm aware of that. And this, and this is what I, I want to encourage you with. If you feel that way today in some area of your, in your life, maybe you've tried to get closer to God and you've tried to read your Bible every day or you've tried to be in worship, you've tried to create some spiritual disciplines for your family, like, hey, we're going to pray together around the table before we eat, and we're going to have dinner together at least five out of seven nights out of the week or whatever it is, and you try it and you get a season going, and then it changes. Listen, I want you to write this down. I'm not as consistent as I could be. That's true but I'm growing. That's where you want to live, right there. I'm growing. I'm not as consistent as I could be. There's some things that can improve, but when is that not going to be true in your life? I'm telling you, I've, I've lived enough years now, I can tell you, I know that's not going to ever be true in me, that there's no area for improvement. And here's the beautiful thing about God's grace, his mercies that are new every morning. Like, even though you're not yet who you could be, you're no longer who you used to be. You're growing, you're moving, you're taking steps. So just keep growing. Focus on better. Focus on improvement. Focus on the next day I'm closer to Jesus than I was yesterday. Don't focus on, hey, I'm in despair because I'm never going to get where I know I could be. So just focus on the next step. I'm growing. I'm moving the right direction. If you'll do that, I'm telling you, God will, will breathe some encouragement into your life today. But, but a lot of consistency is, is discipline. It is. It's, it's, it's discipline. And a lot of us, you know, our, our time is totally off right now because of the pandemic that we've been going through this last year and a half since March 2020. Like, it's, it's just off. I mean, when I try to think back on things, now, I've realized that, like, it's hard for me to discern, like, when was that? Because, like, everything has just so been so crazy this last year and a half. It's kind of hard to discern. And, and, and it's been such a big deal. I think, like, a few years down the road, I think we're all going to like date our lives based on the pandemic. I think it's going to be like BC. That was before COVID, right? Like AC, that was after COVID. I just think there's going to be this whole new like framing of our lives because it's been such a disruptive thing. We're still trying to figure it out. And part of that is we've become more inconsistent, haven't we? Yeah, there, there's, there's some of us, there's some areas in our life we've become inconsistent at. Maybe an area you once were consistent at. I sure know as a pastor, there's people who were really consistent at worshiping God and being in God's house with God's people. And they saw the value of it, not only for them, but their kids, their family, what it was doing in their life. Not only for them, but the ministry of presence, some of them serving and, and, and investing their life with purpose into others, making friendships, having those conversations after services, those beautiful moments where God just shows up, where two or three are gathered. They're, they're gathered there. And, and you know, they've, they've become inconsistent. There's, there's people like that in every church, just that the pandemic, the way it happened and how it affected gatherings of people. And, and certainly there was a season where people just didn't feel safe and, and, and all that. And so people just got inconsistent. 
right? And, and it might not just be in that. It might be in some of your own personal disciplines and not your home more. Maybe you start working at home now and so now your fitness isn't what you wanted it to be or, or your time management or whatever it is. And, and here's all I'm saying. It's really easy to get inconsistent. We have a habit of, of getting out of the habit of doing good things. And it's just as natural as anything that you've ever experienced is just to, to become inconsistent. And, and I want to I share this, this quote with you in hopes of encouraging you. John Maxwell says that the small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time. So how, how do you move things forward in a positive way? How do you get them to a better place? It's consistency multiplied over time. And then you, and, and then you see great accomplishments. So you got to get back in that consistency if you want to see that growth in your life. On the other hand, there's another quote I'll share with you. Failure is nothing more than the inevitable outcome of a few small acts of daily neglect performed consistently over time. I'm neglecting the things that I know are most important. That's how you get into a bad place that you don't want to be. It's just a little bit of a shortcut here and neglect there. And then pretty, pretty soon you're in a place that you just never wanted to be. Inconsistency can ruin you. And inconsistency, lack of discipline, lack of focus can destroy your future that God has for you, your focus, your, your dreams, your goals. Listen, you got to get disciplined. And, and I was talking to a, a friend in our church this, this last week. We were actually breaking some things down after the surface. Uh, we'd been hanging out, talking. We had a prayer circle with some of our leaders. And, and uh, him and I were, were kind of picking up some signs and some things, just, just chatting. And, and we were talking about goals and life. And, and I just so appreciated this friendship and this conversation. And, and I asked him, like, what, what are some of your goals over this next year? And we were exchanging in that conversation. And, and it turned to this story that I shared with him that I, I had heard a while back. I, I don't even remember where I picked it up from, but it was a story about Warren Buffett, the famous investor, one of the wealthiest men in all of the world. And, and he's, he's known as, as the Oracle of Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. And he's just a genius when it comes to investing. And so people obviously want to always meet with him. And, and the story goes that this, this young man wanted to meet with him and learn from him. And he said, yes, absolutely. Just come on out to, to Omaha. If you'll make the trip, I'll, I'll have a conversation with you. So I won't do it on the phone. You've got, you got to come. you make the journey. And by the way, I'm not going to book the appointment uh, until nine months out. So you're going to have to schedule and wait nine months. And when you get here, I'm only going to meet with you 15 minutes. So if all those things work for you, then yeah, I'll meet with you. And this young man's thought, okay, well, that's a lot of hurdles to jump through, but I'll do it. And he, he decided to meet with Warren. It's worth the wait of nine months. And so he did. He took the trip for 15 minutes. He showed up and Warren had given him some homework. He said, I want you to write down the top 25 goals that you have in life and put them in order and bring them to me. And so he brought this list to Warren, and in that meeting, that 15 minutes together, he says, give me your list. And he crossed out number six through 25, and he circled the top five, and he gave it back to him. And he says, if you want to be successful in life, you have to focus on the most important things. If you try to do all these 25 things, it'll be a mess, and you won't really accomplish anything. But if you, if you focus on the top five, you'll probably get a lot of these other things thrown into. But the secret is to focus on what's most important. And so I'd have you think about today when we talk about consistency and, and trying to get towards wrapping up this message, what is most important in your life? Because I certainly don't want you to leave this message and say, you know what, the most important thing for me is I just, I need to start working out again and, or I need to start eating healthy again. Like that's, that's the most important thing in my life. Now listen, like that's so important. 
And if getting on a budget, a financial budget in your life is, is, is really going to help you, listen, being consistent in some of these practical things is so important. But they're just not the most important thing. And I just don't want you to leave a message like this and, yeah, I'm motivated to be disciplined and consistent and God's consistent, so I'm going to be consistent, so I'm going to go out and, I, and I'm going to start going to the gym every day. Like, like great, if you do that, it's going to help your fitness, right? I hope, I hope that's good. <laughs> Physical training has some value, but godliness has value for all things at all times. Listen, your relationship with God is eternal. It's the most important thing about who you are. Are, and it's the most important thing that will define all of the rest of your life and all the rest of the relationships that you touch. So here's what I'm trying to say. Your relationship with God, being consistent in that, is your most important priority. To love God with everything that you've got. Not a rigid religious routine that, that you've got to do, but I get to experience the presence of God every day. The God who is creator of the universe. So are you? Are you doing that? Are you consistently seeking God in prayer and in his word? Are you pursuing his, his presence? I, I'm going to close today with this verse that I've just been personally dwelling on. It's in Psalm chapter 84, uh, verse 10. I posted this on my social media this last week. It's a verse that's been on my heart. It's Psalm 84, 10. It says, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And I've personally just been thinking, you know what, like if, if one day with God is better than a thousand elsewhere, why, why am I always chasing those other days? Like I want to have good days like you do. And I want to have productive and successful days like I'm sure you do. And I don't even want to have disciplined and consistent days. But the greatest day that you can have is, is a day with God and His presence. Not that you have to spend the entire day not doing anything else, but that God wants to be a part of everything else that you do. He's consistent. He's there for you. So that means He's there with you at work, and He's there with you while you play, and He's even there watching over you while you sleep. God is consistent, and He wants to consistently be a part of your life. So write this down. God is, is faithful despite my inconsistencies. God is faithful. That means that no matter where you're at today and no matter what you're going through, God is going to be there for you. He's consistently, faithfully available to you to access, to seek Him out on a daily basis. His word is consistently true and powerful in your life. His presence is consistently accessible to you. So are you taking full advantage of that? And if not, what needs to get more consistent? Maybe some of you need to get back into God's house with God's people and make that a weekly part of your worship, a building block of your life to so say, I'm not going to miss it. Not because I've got to. It's like, that's not how I get to heaven by doing these religious things. Like, I want to. I get to because, man, I just love Jesus that much. And, and he calls and commands us to worship him. And so I, I want to do that. And, and man, I, I'm going to make daily time with God my first thing every morning or at some point in my day an absolute non-negotiable because because God is consistently there for me and he's at the table waiting and so I want to get consistent at showing up and experiencing the banquet table that God has for me so where are you at where are you at today are, are you consistent or are you like me looking at your life like really there's a lot of inconsistencies no matter how consistent I may be I may be on every day there's I'm not perfect, but I know one who is. And I want to get around his consistent love and grace and character because the more I, more I do that and the more I see who he is, the more it changes who I am. And then I look back one day and I say, wow, I'm, 
I've become so much more consistent. And, and I like what I see because I, I like of who, who I'm seeing every day. And that's what I want for you, to experience the presence of God like never before. Right on? Right on. Come on, let's pray together. Hey, God, thank you. Thank you so much for your incredible consistency, your, uh, your character, your nature, who you are, God. You're just faithful. Like, we don't have to question like, where you're at and how you view us from day to day. God, you just you spell it out in your word. You're just so true to that. And we thank you for that consistency. And uh, Lord, in our inconsistencies and the times that we fail and fall short, we just thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love, your passion for us. It's, it's overwhelming at times. And um, Lord, I, I'm just, I'm praying for the person who's hearing this message right now, the person who feels discouraged maybe and, and maybe just at a loss for what to do next because things are not lining up how they want them to in their life and they've dropped the ball over and over again and they're not consistent, they're not good. And, and God, I just pray that you just speak into their life right now wherever they are and wherever they're hearing this message at. Just help them find hope in you, Jesus. That even when all else is dark, there's a light in this world. If everything else is falling apart, there's hope. And hope has a name. And his name is Jesus Christ. So God, may we increasingly put our faith in you, our trust in you. And may we walk closely with you, knowing, God, that your grace is sufficient for us. And your power is made perfect even in our weakness. We thank you for your consistency. We thank you for your mercy and our inconsistency. And we pray that you would help us as we move forward to put first things first and to be consistent in pursuing you every day. It's in Jesus' amazing name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our God is teaching series. Thank you so much for being a part of it, for worshiping with us, learning with us, growing closer to our heavenly father together as a church family. If it's your first time, don't forget, head over to churchexperience.tv slash connect. It's also a great place to go with any of your questions, your comments, your prayer requests. We love to read through those. We would love to hear from you. We love to connect with you and we would love to be praying for you. If you want some more church experience content throughout your week, head over to our social media pages, our Facebook, our Instagram, our website, our church experience app to stay up to date with everything going on here at CE. Well, that's it from us here at Church Experience. Hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time.